News Talk ZB. John writes, Brexit is not about what's best for the country, it's about power. If the opposition get another vote, then democracy is dead and buried. When a country has a vote and the majority, albeit a slim majority, vote to exit, and those against simply cause mayhem until they get what they want, then democracy is finished. At that stage... Politicians will take over, leaving chaos, and the country will crash and burn. It's a very dangerous road the Remain politicians are heading down. Right, joining us, uh, BBC Diplomatic Producer Stuart Hughes joins me from Westminster. Stuart, you were there while the vote was being taken. Widely expected that Theresa May's deal would be rejected by Parliament, but now what? (laughs) <laughs> if I was a gambling man, then uh, I would have lost a lot of money. Actually, I gave up gambling on uh, British politics uh, quite some time again. I think I said that we were in uncharted waters well before Christmas. Uh, I don't know whether you saw the film Bird Box, uh, but that's pretty much where we're at. We're canoeing down the rapids with a blindfold on, and we've got absolutely no idea of where we're going to to end up. Uh, In the last half hour or so, some senior politicians have hinted that uh, the Conservative Party could, uh, to use a phrase, uh, they could be like turkeys voting for Christmas, that a significant number of Conservative politicians would rather bring down their own government rather than support their own Prime Minister. Um, We've got 24 hours to see where the vote of no confidence uh, goes. So uh, apologies, I missed the beginning of your discussion, but uh, tomorrow there will be a uh, vote of no confidence in the British government. That uh, motion is just 10 words long, but 10 hugely historic words. The motion reads that this House has no confidence in Her Majesty's government. So tomorrow there will be a discussion uh, all through the afternoon in the British Parliament about whether uh, the Parliament has confidence uh, in Theresa May and her government. If she loses, if, I would stress, then Theresa May will have to resign and that will almost certainly lead to a general election. As I say, I've given up gambling on what's going to happen after that. Uh, all bets are off, and we have had no we have no idea uh, of what will happen next. Anybody who tells you they know what's going to happen, I think, is, is a liar. Um, as I say, I like a flutter, but uh, these are totally unprecedented times. The British people, the, the impression I got was that they are utterly fed up with their politicians. I mean, working as a a journalist for the BBC, one thing that uh, anecdotally comes across from our audience research, let alone from talking to people and interviewing people, is that the British people are sick of Brexit. It was an important issue for them. (coughs) Excuse me. It remains an important issue for them, but they just want to get it over with. Um, The the problem that we've got in Britain is that the, the, the Brexit vote showed what a divided nation we are. The vote was 52% in favour, 48% uh, 48 against. So this is not a clear-cut majority by any means. And when you've got two sides so close together in in the result, um, you've got a a very divided nation, families divided. Uh, I I think over the last sort of uh, six months or so, people, even those who were... Uh, against Brexit have said, well, we lost the referendum, let's get on and do it, yeah. and we'll have to accept, accept the consequences. Now, the whole debate has changed again. People are starting to talk about a second referendum, a so-called people's vote. And I think those who were 
those 48% who were opposed to Brexit in the first place are starting to sniff a little bit of confidence again. They're starting to say, well, maybe we could overturn uh, this referendum result and we could stay within the EU. Even if that were to happen, of course, you've still got the 52% who voted in the original referendum in uh, 2016 who are going to be extremely upset by that. And you can, you can understand why. I mean, they're basically being told that they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, one of the one of the issues that that uh, that has, has, has dominated British politics for the last three years or so is 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 well, yes, were they wrong or were they given the wrong information to start with? The the, the 2016 referendum basically revolved around a very small number of issues, particularly freedom mm. of movement, concerns over immigration and access to jobs and so on. As time has gone on since 2016, people have started to realise that actually our engagement with the European Union, the links that we have the Euro- with the European Union, are so closely entwined with our everyday lives that it's, it's about more than just freedom of movement. It's about more than just the fact that some people don't like the fact that a lot of people from Eastern European Uh, Eastern Europe are coming into the UK. It's much more complicated than that. I think the problem is that in 2016, the debate uh, over whether staying in the EU or not was so narrow Mm. that actually some people are starting to think, well, actually, did I have the full facts when I voted for for leave or or is it much more complicated than that? So it's it's a very, very divisive issue. Uh, some polls have suggested that if the referendum were held again, that actually the, the Remainers would, would win because people have started to realise that actually it's not just about Polish workers coming to the UK. It's about, well, I want to go on holiday to Paris for the weekend and uh, with a European Union passport, I can. How's that going to work in, uh, after the EU? What's it, what's it going to mean for me? What's it going to mean for my job? What's it going to mean for my currency? So this, this, uh, this conversation will continue even more so after the historic events of tonight. I think we may well be at the beginning of a very long relationship, Stuart, as this is discussed over, <laughs> over the coming well, months. I, I, Quite a day in British politics again tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another conversation tomorrow, (laughs) Gary, and I'd be delighted to. Lovely to talk with you. Thank you so much. That is BBC diplomatic producer Stuart Hughes from Westminster, 0800 80 1080 924.